Welcome to the Your Edge podcast. I'm Therese Van Ryan, Senior Director of External Communications at Zebra, and I think you're going to walk away from today's episode thinking, this is the best news I've heard in a long time, especially if you're in charge of a warehouse or distribution center. That's because you probably spend your days trying to figure out how to boost your team's productivity, and you probably stay awake at night trying to figure out how to even measure productivity levels. On top of that, I would bet your frontline and IT teams have probably been slowed down at some point by mystery mobile technology issues. Though device diagnostic tools can help pinpoint certain issues, such as those tied to battery performance or even network connectivity, we know that not all issues can be resolved at the surface level. It's kind of like a weed. You can mow it over and make it disappear for a while, but unless you dig down and tackle it from the root, it will come back at some point. That's why both of my guests today have been eagerly talking to other warehouse and distribution center operations leaders about the mobile systems intelligence solution designed by the team at Connect RF. Sherry Christofferson is the president of Connect RF a Zebra Premier ISV partner, and Dina Self is the Director of Operations for Zebra's distribution centers in North America and Latin America, and together they have been able to instantly get to the root of issues impacting mobile technology performance in Zebra's DCs to help maintain operational continuity. Dina, I think you have called it a miracle tool, in fact, right? I have. Um, I'll I'll tell you, when I first came across this solution, it was actually when I was here at Zebra, and um, Scott Reyes introduced me to it. He's he's, uh, the the manager over our um, independent software vendors, and I met Sherry, and she went through the solution, and, and I was like, this is too good to be true. And I think like many of us, when we've seen pilots, right, we're like, yeah, you can it's easy to to kind of walk the walk right but not necessarily talk the talk and right. so i um i told scott i'm like i need i need another meeting with her because if this is true then this is a game changer mm-hmm. what convinced you to give the mobile systems intelligent solution a try well after I would say a good handful of meetings with Sherry and her team and just really trying to drill down, make sure I, I fully understood the solution, what it what it was capable of doing, um, trying to just find any pitfalls that I could write to find some sort of non-truth in, in this um, unicorn of a solution. Um, I, w- I finally, um, we were able to pilot ourselves right because um the advantages of of having it we just we knew were too good to be true so um we just set out to say hey let's let's pilot it and see if this is real mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and when did you realize it worked what changes did you see in operations that prove this could be game changing for all warehouse and dc teams uh I would say it was probably almost immediate. So, you know, Sherry can go into more details about everything, but the the type of diagnostic tools that they have and the type of KPI reporting, it was just, it was instantly able to tell us where we were lagging from a system perspective. 
And, you know, it could have been a number of different things, but it, 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 you can set up these different gauges to where it can measure in, in different seconds. And, and we saw that there was some real opportunity with our frontline workers and some of the solutions that we had that we needed to go and address. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Hearing all this, you would think that the system would be a pretty easy sell to warehouse and DC operators. Sherry, have you found that others see the value pretty quickly, or do you encounter some initial skepticism with others like you did with Dina? Yeah, I really sympathize with warehouse uh, IT and operations teams on this one, and I, I'm glad that Dina prodded all around to find out if this was really what it seemed. Uh, I read a quote that enterprise IT teams have as many as 50 tools. Um, and that's a lot to manage. It's a lot of data to manage. So mm -hmm. it is both time consuming and expensive to maintain all this. So one of the one of the skepticisms is, you know, how are we going to make use of this data? And Dina alluded to that. Um, so one of, one of the things she also mentioned was pilot programs. So we've been able to use pilot programs to help customers see that they can really move faster with MSI, Mobile Systems Intelligence. Well, I'll call it MSI for short here. Mm -hmm. um, because unlike a, a pure play tool, you know, where, where it's incumbent upon the company's IT team to use their resources to do the analytics, we also provide the so what of the data so they can instantly get to work on it. It's, it's kind of like the difference between getting a table saw versus a table saw plus a built-in master carpenter. You're gonna get to you know, the improvement or, or building your cabinet a lot faster if somebody else is, is providing you the actionable information you need to make those improvements. Sure. Do you think, it, do you feel like it's uh, more of a show versus tell scenario that once they actually see it in action and see the immediate impact, they want to tell the world about it like Dina? Yeah, I mean, so far, so good. Uh, you know, helping people do their jobs better, you make fast friends. Um, one group of people, aside from the operations teams who obviously enjoy the visibility of understanding, you know, where people are slowed down, empowering their users to report issues. But one hard nut to crack a lot of time is, is network teams. Um, you know, they get blamed reflexively for uh, technology issues that are connected to the wireless, such as Zebra mobile devices. Um, and that's really easy to do when you don't have a record of the problem. But what we've been able to bring them is oftentimes an exoneration. So because we can see the live transactions where they're going wrong between the edge device and the host, um, we can very quickly, that's the main thing we bring right out of the gate is, is a triage, if you will. And um, so that's a lot of the feedback we get right away is saying, hey, look, you know, we can put this into the right hands for resolution. Um, and then the other piece that we get kind of right out of the gate is the wow factor from operations, which is, you know, the ability for mobile device um, operators, people who are using mobile devices for their tasks that run into issues, they can give immediate feedback from that device to their IT teams, kind of creating some empowerment as well as boosting morale, perhaps. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
based on this discussion so far, it seems like technology performance issues might be more prevalent than many companies like to disclose. How much downtime does the average frontline worker experience these days due to technology issues? Um, I could take that one if you like and let Dina fill in the gaps. Um, I, I think one of the big issues is that you know, we don't really want to admit something's not working, or I think more than that, it's without a measuring stick. You know, it's it's hard to it's hard to say if something's not working if you're not really measuring it and you don't have the right level of visibility. So my question is often, you know, how does one know? <laughs> and um, you know, you could see impacts to production with very small upticks in in delays, for example. Um, you know, to put a number to it, you know, you take a warehouse with 20 associates, um, you know, they're, if they're only getting kicked out of their app a handful of times out of every hundred tasks, for example, you know, just doing the math that results in a couple hundred thousand dollars in sunk labor costs a year. But, you know, that's just really a money calculation. I think Dina can really share more on the both the hard and soft uh, costs as well as, you know, how people might look at this type of issue from a warehouse perspective and people perspective. Yeah, so I'm kind of in a unique position where I've I've um I straddled both IT and operations within um within all my experience and you know from a a frontline perspective when you think about the frontline person um to Sherry's point they uh they often don't have a voice, right? So um, a lot of times what I have seen is when they've had issues before, if they don't start getting that type of the type of attention that they need to really resolve it, they just start being quiet. Right. It just kind of becomes part of the norm. Mm-hmm. Um, and when that happens, you you generally will have some sort of increase somewhere. Right. So you're either increasing in overtime or maybe your headcount is eventually increasing things of that nature. On the IT side of things. You know, I would tell you one of the the ways that you can kind of correlate um, some of this is look at look at the IT tickets that are coming in. Um, how many of those are coming in? How many are those are, are addressed at the you know the 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 first level? There's usually multiple levels, but you can take that you can correlate it back to the headcount, you know, as well as you know maybe frontline morale and things of that nature, mm-hmm. and really start getting a, a good feel on what the bigger picture is in terms of um, uh, where the where things stand with the, the technical solutions. So the solution you've come up with, Sherry, essentially sounds like it eliminates the downtime typically associated with investigation periods, right? Instead of taking a device out of service to send to a repair depot, IT teams can ID the root cause almost instantly and get workers back online at full speed. Yeah, I like your characterization of investigation periods. That's that's really what you reduce, what we're reducing to reduce the downtime of the warehouse team. Um, you know, a group of mobile teammates is complaining of slowness. Slowness can have a lot of different reasons. Um, you know, and it, it can be preventative in the sense that it includes tracking each user's impact um, to root cause. So, you know, the software starts to 
build this understanding of where failures are coming from, you know, sort of a failure signature, if you will. And then you can predict in a sense how often are certain types of failures occurring that result in that warehouse team's delays, you know, delays putting things on trucks, whatever the tests happen to be. And what we can provide IT teams is also a sense of priority. Where should they focus their efforts? You know, if we don't solve, you know, this problem based on the trends we're seeing from the MSI uh, solution, we may have X impact on the business. And if the cost is significant, then that can help prioritize the resources. And I, I know this is definitely something that, that Dean has got some experience with as well. Um, yeah, I I saw a lot of that in in my prior life, Sherry, and um, and you're exactly right because the resources are the re resources, right? So if you continue to have um, an influx of issues that are coming in, you're usually taking some of your more senior IT resources to be able to try to recreate that issue and then be able to resolve it. And when you're pulling resources to come and, and fix these day-to-day -day type of things that are happening, that means you're probably taking them off of, you know, some sort of other big initiative that, you know, most, most companies have planned right now as part of their um, digital transformation. And so, um, you know, so, so to Sherry's point, right, you're, you're, you're treating uh, the symptom and not, not the cause. And I just going back to, to her solution, it, it just gets you right to the cause. So you don't have to take those resources and try to, to recreate the issue. You're essentially just handed over those data logs that says, here it is. Now you can just go and fix it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know our repair depot teams often get devices from customers that seem to be fine upon arrival. We actually send quite a few back to customers with a no issue found report, which can be frustrating because someone was obviously experiencing an issue at some point. Sherry, do you see this as a way to help definitively confirm that an issue in the device is device related rather versus a network or software issue on the front lines before that device is boxed up, boxed up and shipped to a Zebra de Repair Depot? Could a warehouse operator essentially eliminate those unnecessary round trips and the resulting frustration? Yes, this is really one of the outcomes of our solution that is a bit unsung. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's not something people, it's definitely not something I put out there right away as a main benefit, and, and maybe I should. I It gets around this idea of vendor accountability. Um, if you can and it goes both ways, right? If you're the vendor, you want to be held accountable. So um, Zebra customers who are using all Zebra solutions, obviously the repair depot wants to repair this device and get it back, but mm. it could be a problem if they don't really have any idea of what it was. They're happy to fix it if they know what, what it is, that it is a device for sure. But um, we would like to see this more utilized by Zebra customers to be able to say, yes, we can um, determine right away if we need to box that device and send it, you know, the expense of that, and then going through the process at the repair depot to come out with a no fault found. We definitely work to eliminate that um, before it even gets in the mail, if you will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
One more question for you, Sherry. I know there are a lot of device diagnostic tools available today, some already built into Zebra devices. Yet I also know that a lot of devices still end up being taken out of service while IT investigates reported issues. So how does the Connect RF solution work in comparison to those? Yeah, it, it's it's definitely complementary, um, Therese. It's it you take the view that we have of, from mobile systems intelligence tracking live communications mm -hmm. between the back end and the edge devices, and so we're able to really um, see a view of the world that um, the device doesn't have the capability to. Same thing with the application side. So. Um, again, it's a little bit more complementary and also allows for us to make better use of the um, logging and diagnostic that, that come from things like the device or even the network or the application. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Dina, you obviously see the benefits of this from an IT perspective because it helps to expedite diagnostic and recovery actions. But I know you value this even more for its ability to both track and boost frontline worker productivity. I can see how productivity would increase if workers aren't having to stop to diagnose issues or replace devices. How else does it support deployments of automation and process improvements? I think morale is a is a really big one that comes into place here. Um, the other one I would say is is probably just overall confidence of the team in our our overall capabilities to implement you know new technology. We too are are going through our own digital transformation, and so you know when you're introducing anything new, you always want it to kind of go off without a hitch, right? And and. Uh, you know, I think there's another component of MSI, which we really haven't uh, dipped our toe into yet, but it also has the ability. So when you're, when you're looking at doing new implementations, you can essentially run part of the testing through this, right, to to fully ensure that your new solution is, is ready to deploy. And that in itself just, I, I think, goes back to the morale and the confidence of the team. And, you know, then tying that back to the change change management aspect of launching a new a new solution right it just kind of it it just all comes together to make it more of a, a seamless process mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. once you have this information how do you leverage it to drive change and help get everyone working at the same tempo well i'll tell you for for me um it's data right data gives you information to drive change versus just that gut feeling that sometimes you have before. And so having the data makes it so much easier just to go to IT or go to the front line, right? You're able to logically and ana analytically um, show what the data indicates and have a conversation around that to, you know, create whatever the, the burning platform is, right? To drive whatever change is necessary. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, this has been truly fascinating. It's always great to hear when a lingering problem is finally solved. And I think this is one of those problems that many people assume was fixed a long time ago because there have been so many different diagnostic tools available in the past. I don't think IT team struggles with troubleshooting are talked about enough, but it sounds like they won't be struggling as much going forward, at least not when it comes to keeping mobile technology online. Absolutely. There's there is definitely no reason for any companies to struggle. This was um, this was for me was like 
you know, finding, finding that, that gym or that unicorn and, and, uh, you know, I'm, I've been working hard to try to get the word word out because I, I, uh, I'm just passionate about it. Right. When you know, something is work, when you know, it's easy to set up, when you know, it can be bring the, the, the right visibility and the right data for you to make some, um, really data driven, uh, decisions. It's, uh, like you want to put it out there, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, thank you both again for taking the time to fill me in on this. I hope our listeners will take the time now to call you both to learn more about how the mobile intelligence system works and how they can use it to measurably improve productivity in their warehouses and DCs. Sherry, if they want more information online, where should they go? Uh, well, there's the Zebra Partner page is, is one, uh, but probably more directly just to connectrf.com. And uh, there's a page in there for mobile systems intelligence. Perfect. Perfect. Well, thank you both again so much. I know we're going to have a story online soon on zebra.com talking about how the Heron Vane Distribution Center in EMEA is using this technology, similar to how Dina is using it in both North America and Latin America. So I encourage everyone listening to check it out. I'm Therese Van Ryn. Until next time.